0: So, just wanted to go ahead and say that this is a really hard conversation to have. Um, I this is one of the you know topics that I've thought a lot about what I'm going to say. So please show us grace. Um, be open to listening to us. We're being vulnerable with you and sharing um a lot with you. And so just hear us out. Um don't don't be mean. Thanks. Can we not take that? Well, we have to say Bob Ross. <laughs> we can't just say yeah. We made that up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. No mistakes. Heavy accidents. Bob Ross. <laughs> Bob Ross. <laughs> 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 you no, perfect. Up. I okay. love. I love the sound of your voice. <laughs> <That's my laughs> Please leave face. that. Please that. Please leave that in here. <laughs> Shit, what were we talking about? Okay. All right, everybody, I'm just going to do it. All right, welcome back to Raggedy Raggedy Table Table Talks. Talks. And today, that was was better. So today we, okay, we had a really good idea. We had some people that wanted us to talk more just about Christianity and the different aspects of Christianity. So we're going to do a series. We don't know what it's called yet. Christian? Christian series. I don't know. The Christian, uh. Uh. The Christian Files. <laughs> that may not be the real question oh. name. But we're going to do like a series on Christianity. And um, just talk about different topics. And so today we're going to talk about purity culture. Mm-hmm. And all the tea with that. And we've got a really good buddy here to talk with us. Miss Hadley Hollenbeck. Uh,
1: you can... <laughs> <laughs> hey, am I allowed to laugh when you're yeah. talking? Yeah! You yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're totally, totally allowed to. Okay. Um, hey, my name is Hadley Hollenbeck. I'm... oh. Sorry. (laughs) I'm nervous. Okay. (laughs) Hey, my name is Hadley Hollenbeck. I'm from Salem Springs, Arkansas. I'm getting ready to be a senior in the nursing program. And fun fact I am missing half an earlobe. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! Oh my god, dude, you fucking are! Oh, Oh, Holy shit! Hadley! I did not notice how you do. It looks like somebody took a bite out of it. I thought you were kidding. I like looked over and I was like, oh my. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah. So okay, so when we post this, um, is it okay we take a picture? Can yes. Can I touch it? Yeah, no, it's kind of scary. Can I, well, Yeah Why is it like know. that? So when I was born in my mom's stomach, I was like, kind of like shoved like this in the womb, and it grew over my fingers. Like, no shit. My, my fingers still fit in it. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Okay. Is, yeah, okay.
0: Okay. So, we're going to start this out by talking, um, I guess, when we, I guess, first had the, when we first learned about sex. Um, but I also think, too, so Yaya and I are preacher's kids,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and were your parents, your,
1: your parents were involved in the church, but were they, or were they? So, my parents were involved in the church for a little bit. So, my parents were divorced. So, they kind of had different um, viewpoints. Um, One parent was more involved than the other. Mm. Um, So, I I kind of had two different kind of conflicting ideas when it came to that.
0: Okay, I got you. So, yeah.
1: um, I think
0: my parents told me what sex was I remember the first like real like thing I this is gonna be weird but like in elementary school people like talked about boners and I was like what is a boner bro (laughs) like they told me and I was like peepees do that (laughs) I was like whoa but then my parents I think I had to have been in like the fourth grade when they had to talk with me and you know those like planners that like you had to get signed every day Mm. to do your homework my dad like drew a uterus on there oh (laughs) and I had to get it signed and I had to show it to my teacher that was not my experience at all. How old were you? I was like 10, 11. Oh. It's whenever I got my first period, my dad was like, okay, now you're ready for the talk. And I don't think he really explained it very well. Your dad did it? Your mom didn't? Yeah, my dad did. Did your mom do yours? My parents like went both in on it, like the conversation. Oh no, my dad did, me and my sister. Where was mom? Just... I guess
1: I didn't want to talk about it. Oh.
0: No, yeah. My because I, I remember too, my I was like, ew, I'm never gonna wanna do that. And my parents were like, Someday you're really gonna wanna do that. And now I see what they mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I think I was I think I was about ten, um, same as Yaya, but my mom was the one that gave me a talk. So she's a nurse, and so the talk was more medically based. It wasn't more of, you know, when a mommy loves a daddy. <laughs> it was more like so there's hormones in the body, and oh. they're gonna surge, and this is what a period looks like, and this is anatomy. Nice. Yeah, it was yeah. very medically based. Did your okay? So did your parents talk about
0: when they gave that talk about like who you should have sex with, or the restrictions
1: of sex? So, um, yes and no. So my parents got pregnant when they were eighteen, and so growing up, they were very. Um, you know, careful about being, uh, what's like safe, I guess if that makes sense. Um, no glove, no love was kind of a common term in my household. More as a joke, but then it got more serious as I got older. Um, but, uh, my mom kind of put it in the sense of like, not that it was a sin necessarily to have sex, but more of, um, You know, you're probably going to have sex before you're married. That's just kind of the culture that we're in. And so please wait until you feel like you're ready. Don't let someone pressure you. Don't feel like you have to do it to please somebody else. But more of like it's a decision that you make for yourself. Go mama Hollenbeck. Oh, pizza. 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 All right. (laughs) Take a
0: pause. I kind of (laughs) want to hear the pizza. Can't talk about sex without some pizza in the belly that's so great nice. i do like to eat there were literally 14 flies like swarming this man <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's probably all smiling. right so we are gonna take a piece of break are you listening to raggy table Docs right now are you sitting in your bed wondering what the meaning of life is Well, guess what me too yeah. keep listening damn it <laughs> so we are back from the pizza break so had some beer got some pizza in us ready to go um so you talked about okay yeah yeah your parents um didn't like they didn't your mom didn't do it like because of god you should not have sex with you shouldn't have premarital sex okay um my parents Yeah, <laughs> just burp too because <laughs> i
1: burp in the microphone that's okay. We've been drinking beer. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Get on bush light. Um, uh, my parents definitely were uh, like, you and your, like, your father and I have only ever done this with each other. Like, you save this for marriage. This is for marriage. Um, God intended it that way. And um, my dad was like, um, sex is like a fire. You know, it's good in the fireplace, but anywhere else it will burn you um which I mean what's valid I mean yeah it is holy
1: shit yeah that's a good analogy
0: it's really valid because like anything sexual he was like the second you do anything sexual with anybody Madison you are gonna have a tie and connection to them and it will hurt you if it's not inside marriage um
1: okay can we pause and talk about that for a second though yeah so you and I were talking about this earlier today but the sense of I think People think that if they don't, I don't know. Can I say the words like penis and vagina? Can yeah. pee yeah. and vagina. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's medical. Okay, okay, okay. I just if I say peepee, because I go penis. <laughs> 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 Have you seen the new girl? I think we should try to say penis. She's he like anus pay. Penis. <laughs> uh, pepe the <le> pee. <laughs> Can't even say it. Um. Anyway, sorry, off topic. But I <laughs> think that a lot of people get stuck in the concept that sex is only uh, a penis in a vagina. And so if you finger someone, you do oral sex, you, you know, do anything sexual, doesn't have to be the complete term of sex, Mm -hmm. I think they think it's okay. Oh, no, I totally agree. And (laughs) I think that you still make those connections. You still make those personal... (laughs) Sorry, Chase was staring at me. They... they... I lost my train of thought.
0: Ah! You make these personal, intimate connections with somebody regardless. Like, you do not have to have a penis inside you for you to... You to have
1: that connection. Yes, Yes. it can happen. Mm.
0: I think, like, I think the second you have an orgasm, regardless if it's oral sex or whatever... I I think think the second
1: you do something that is not over the clothes, that's under the clothes. Yeah,
0: well, you know what I think about sometimes, too, like... God, fuck. (laughs) Like, my my ex-boyfriend, I go, that person has seen me... Naked. <laughs> yeah and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, um ah yeah.
1: Woo. It's an uncomfy feeling. It is and an it's a very feeling. vulnerable state that at the time you you like this person, you want to uh-huh. be with this person, and so you think it's okay for them to see you that way yeah. but then the moment that the thing is over there's so many regrets that are yeah. tied to it right well
0: and I think it's interesting too because like so I was in a two year relationship with this guy and I'm 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 still a virgin he's still a virgin like we did not have sex but were there things that we did to help ease the flame oh obviously and would I say like that I have no intimate connection with this person I'd be lying if I like like it that's that's something that's really hard because I think about specific moments and I'm like I shared this with somebody that I don't even talk to. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I saw him somewhere a couple of weeks ago and I just was sitting there going, I was like, I've, I've been like, i like, I don't know. Like this person has seen me in ways that nobody else has. And, and, and we're acting like we don't know each other.
1: Well, I raise you this question. So do we feel like these connections are so much more deep because we are raised in this pu- idea of purity culture Or do we actually think that there are? I think, well, well, okay. You think, okay, so you see that there are people that are sex positive. The new Bachelorette season, the girl that's on it, that her whole, Katie, yes, her whole platform is sex positivity. Yeah. Because for men, for years, they have always cheated on their wives, right? Whorehouses were a thing back in the 1800s, right? But women are at home birthing the children, cooking the food, cleaning, right? Mm -hmm. And so do we think that, you know, men are capable of having more sexual encounters than women are and being okay with that. Does that make sense? Okay, well, here's my thought.
0: I go, sex can look different for in any way that you want. Like, there are people, like, if you want to have meaningless sex, that can be a thing. But, like, my thing is, like, I feel... That like like with my ex, like I feel almost weird about it because I was intimate with them, but I also think it meant so much because I was in love with that person and that love was reciprocated. And so I think without that love, it's a little different. You know what I mean? Like,
1: mm-hmm. well, so another aspect to lo- aspect to look at this. So an ex boyfriend of mine, I kind of asked a similar question, and his response was, "Men biologically are wired to spread their seed." right? That's how humans are continuously being created all the time, right? And so it would make sense for men to have more sex, right? To impregnate more women so that their, you know, birthing line can continue. So is it a sense of, uh, you know, a biological desire or need to continue that bloodline? And then do we just make it more emotional because we are, are able to make it more emotional does I that make sense hate
0: this part of this conversation because i just want it i just i want it to be love <laughs> <laughs> i just want it to be because somebody's in love with me damn it i no i don't know i can't fuck i don't know what do you think see see i see <laughs> I almost hate reality I love being ignorant let me just right. think that somebody's in love with me
1: well you want it to be like the movies right you want to have a man that's written by a female you want I all of those know. things to happen to you you want the flowers you want to be wooed Glorious right but we're the ones being interviewed, not her. oh sorry no, <laughs> no, just no, of, no I came with no, no, a lot of no, questions what we today to be. no
0: and I just okay Let's get back to this. I have I have a question mm-hmm. in regards to purity culture because you know there's a lot we could say in the sex conversation, but um, through the purity culture type of lens, um, when purity culture, like okay. I'm trying to think I'm I'm trying to think of a question that's not as broad as like how did it affect you? But like I grew up thinking like modest was hottest and like I think I sometimes had this platform above other people because I wasn't mm-hmm. doing all these oh, things. For but sure. you know like I used to like I when I was in high school I was miss like goody two shoes and I think I kind of prided myself on the fact that I wasn't having sex but then um, behind closed doors I was watching a lot of porn. So whoop <laughs> <laughs> whoop <boop! laughs> like <laughs> I had a huge porn addiction. So it's like and and the shame that I felt for that and like I don't know y'all. It's just so fucking it's like gross. And like especially for women in the church. Like purity culture like because I feel like purity culture does not exist for men. No. No. It is 100%. You see it in movies too. Like if the guy get get some, if the guy gets some, it's like, "Oh yeah, son, give me give me a fist bump." Well, the mm-hmm. second like it's like it's like in high school, if you made out with somebody, it was like <gasps> Mhm. Oh my god, yeah. they made out with more than two people, but guys are Fucking everything that they see and it's mm-hmm. like it's just a boy being a boy. Yeah, I mean it's it's even with like
1: Well, I think this conversation could get into toxic masculinity. I, mean, I think this should we talked about last week. There
0: we go. It all ties together. Uh oh, hey to sip sips. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, my friends. Ah, I hope you're out there. If you're listening, drink a beer. It's good for you.
1: <laughs> oh, beer, daily it. reminder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's because has a purity
0: culture. Oh, You know, purity culture also made me feel like I needed to fit into a category and do certain things and be certain things, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be desirable to good Christian men. Ooh. I still even think about that, guys. Like, I think about, sometimes I'm like, if I have sex, I'm not going to be as desirable and I'm not going to have the right person, and that is not accurate and it's not true, but it is so deeply embedded. I think if I had sex, I don't even think, like, like, premarital sex, I think I would destroy myself and beat myself so so much up for it, It, which, like, I don't care about my friends. Yeah. I don't care about anybody. I wish I could love to have sex but like i think i would i think i would literally like be depressed because i'd be like oh my god men are nobody's gonna want me and that's fucking insane
1: see i think that's an interesting concept so like for me you know i didn't have sex in high school either and that was you know a well-known thing that you know i didn't drink i didn't have sex i didn't do any of these well, you didn't things drink in high school i did that not drink in high me. school i didn't either. i know for as much you as were- i drink were- now were you- <laughs> yeah <laughs> these <At least> my <laughs> drinking buddy <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait 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 really
1: yeah no i was absolutely good at two shoes <gasps> Yep, I was, like, in charge of, like, well, not in charge, but, like, I did FCA for the basketball team and things like that. Yeah, so (gasps) I really. See, I was president of, like, our Christian club. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) see, okay, same. But then I I often come back to the question of, was I good tuition in high school because of religious views? I don't think so, because I don't think that my relationship with God at the time was very deep. I think it was very superficial. Mm -hmm. I think that it was how it looked, because I Mm -hmm. came from a small town in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So we're in the Bible belt, right? It's expected to be Christian.
0: So it may not have been that you were looking to please God, but you people were projecting purity culture on you and you wanted to fit that category to be accepted and to be seen as a well, higher standard. And I
1: think for me specifically, you know, my mom has told me this ever since I was very little, that I have acted my age every single age that I've been through. Mm-hmm. And so I'm about to burp. Hold up. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> so like, Okay. I didn't have my first kiss till I was like almost 16. Right. (gasps) Yes. So like I waited for that. Right. I, you know, the whole 16 never been kissed or whatever. That Mm -hmm. was, that was totally me. I did that. And I didn't have sex until I was 19. I was, that's when I lost my virginity. And so like, I, I feel like, you know, my mom has always said I've been very on par with what is expected of the age. Right. The, the average age of losing your virginity, I think is like 18 or 19. So, you know, everything, I didn't even hold hands with a guy until I was 15. Um, but I think it was just because I goes back to me not being ready. Not necessarily because I wanted to keep this specific image, you know, oh, no one can know that, you know, if I did this, but more of because I, I kind of thought men were kind of gross in high school. They didn't bathe. like yeah, I'm, They were grody. Didn't like that. But, you know, you get to college and that's when I started drinking and that's kind of when I was more introduced. I had my first serious boyfriend um, and he was not a virgin and I was and that was an issue because mm-hmm. he... I kind of, like, kind of fell off the faith wagon there for a minute my freshman year of college, and he did not want to have sex with me because he didn't want to take my virginity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so the the night that I lost it, I don't know if this is <laughs> too no, that's, personal. No, that's perfect. Uh, the fine. night I lost it, there was a lot of alcohol involved. And so the next day, it was definitely a conversation of, did I really want that? Mm. And I think that a lot of girls have that that question, especially for the first time, was that something that I wanted? And, and this always puts me down this rabbit hole in the sense, you know, that a lot of people say women have a really bad habit of disassociating during sex because we are often told that it is about how we look during sex, right? It's about how the woman's body looks, about if oh, she's yeah. sexy, if she's doing the right things, how she can please the man, not necessarily how the man can please the woman, mm. And so, I think during most of that time, I kind of thought, like, ouch, this hurts, but then also, am I doing this right? What does this look like to him? Am I, you know, pretty enough? Am I sexy enough? Am I making him feel right? And so, I think that that takes away a lot of that experience. So,
0: there, um... Um, okay, so there's a podcast that a lot of women listen to and a lot of people recommended to me called Call Her Daddy. And I listened to it and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? This is not pro, like, women. This is uh, all about pleasing the man. And it just goes back to this whole idea, like, we're, like, purity culture. It is all about being a certain, like, being somebody specific, fitting an image for a man. Mm-hmm. For a man. And, like, I will say this about purity culture. I was talking to a good buddy. Um, we were, uh, a couple weeks ago, we were going back and forth, and he was like, there are good things about purity culture. Like, um, so, I, listen, listen, I think porn is bad. I am not pro-porn, and I think it fucks with your brain. I think it changes your, misconce- it, has, it creates a misconception of sex and love, and I struggled with it for a really long time. I, all throughout middle school and high school, and felt a lot of shame about it, but... He was like, the good thing about purity culture is that it really kind of shuts that shit down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I think that's incredibly valid. And, like, so there are aspects of this, though, that I... So, so that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, purity culture creates a standard to where it's, like, no porn. Mm-hmm. Like, there are certain sexual things that we don't need to, like, just, like, need to happen. And that's great. But for women, like, as a girl, I felt so shameful. I felt like this was this secret that I had that I could not tell a soul. And I went um and I struggled with it like 24/7 and it wasn't even like the the like I craved for the clarity that it gave me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um so I went to Uganda with a team of 20 people. And I remember um, during our training, one of the guys came up one night and was like, "Hey, I want you guys to know. I want you be. I want to be honest about um, things I've struggled with. I really struggle with porn. I have for a really long time." And he sat in front of everybody. And I remember thinking, "Holy shit, he has got some major balls like that. I fucking respect that." And he he was so sweet to me. And I remember a couple of days later, we were in in the Ethan, in, in an Ethiopian airport. And I was like, dude, I've got to tell you something. And I remember I told him and how hard I had struggled with it. And he was just like, I love you. And he was an accountability partner for me. And, like, so there are aspects to this conversation. Like, I almost think, like, okay. Like, I like it's like random sex. Like, if you're doing it to cope or to find fulfillment, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there are... That's what's so hard. But like, sex, like, it's like, like, my, I feel like my dad's right. Like, sex can burn you. Mm-hmm. It can hurt you. And, like, I, like, I feel like if I had had sex with my ex, I don't think I would have been able to walk away. hmm And, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I don't know. There's just, like, there's there's so many, like, aspects to this conversation. But then also, too, the amount of women who feel as if they're not a faithful servant to God because they've had mm-hmm. sex or been mm-hmm. sexual. hmm and, like, this conflicting idea that, like, we have to be perfect and not have these sexual desires. Like, women, did, like, I feel like a fucking, like, weenie head because I was like, I'm horny.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people right. act like women aren't horny. Well, and they I'm act like-, like, so I think the biggest thing is, like, people talk about how bad sex is, but nobody talks about why sex was created. Or yeah. what it is supposed to look like for marriage. So, like, to go back to kind of porn for a second, you know, masturbation, point blank, That, you know, I was talking to, um, I'm in a D group now, which, you know, I, like I said, I'd like lost kind of my faith when I was a freshman in college, but I I kind of found it again whenever I was a junior.
0: Hold on, wait. Hey, will you get me another beer?
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Um, Do you have another one? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so I was baptized um, whenever I was a junior in college last year. Um, But to go back to, you know, I'm in a D group now and uh, one of the girls in my D group really struggles with that. And she was saying that masturbation can take away from what sex is supposed to look like in God's eyes, right? It was created for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone talks about how bad it is, and it's only supposed to be shared with a man and a woman, whatever. Um, But sex is supposed to be be a selfless thing. But I think masturbation makes it a selfish thing because it's about pleasure, and it's about how you feel Mm -hmm. instead of... God is allowing us to do this to show the other person that we love them to procreate to continue that bloodline and it takes that away.
0: No, and I agree with that but then there's also like when you're young and like like I think that there's also this aspect though that where masturbation can be a healthy and normal thing because mm-hmm. if you restrict yourself completely you're one you're destined to fail. But also mm-hmm. as well like I feel like that is almost a little I don't know like it's like people who like people who are able to wait till marriage to completely like do, like they do nothing until marriage like no kissing like no making out like nothing like I literally am like your wedding night is gonna be traumatizing because you've got to take that leap to straight up penis in <laughs> vagina like dude I cannot imagine oh that, that would hurt that's I be mean, sh- yeah. to see a penis for the first time and then it's going to me those things oh. stare at you <laughs> and like woo! and like there's also okay so <laughs> well, I had one guy recently say that my like abstinence was overrated, mm. and there were asked... <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm sorry that's tough i know that's i know damn it i was like ah, shit. i hate men <laughs>
0: uh, he's like yeah your absence is a little overrated and i was like okay that's your opinion but he made a comment that was like you're not gonna know like what you want sexually and like what if you get to marriage and there's not that chemistry and i go and eh, that's kind of valid but also like i think you know mm-hmm. when it's kind of hard to not be all over that person mm-hmm. you know because here's the thing about sex you you like, I know my wedding night, well, if I am able to do that, which I would like to think I will, but my wedding night, I know that sex is not going to be feel good because it's going to hurt, but, like, you learn how to make it work with your partner and how to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I almost feel like that whole thing where it's like, you won't know. Like, what if it's da-da-da? I'm like, that's fucking dumb. Because also, I would like to think, too, sex is more about the intimacy and the love rather than just the feeling of, I got a horn dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, sometimes there's that. Like, you're like, right. eh, let's so do it. So,
1: my question for you is, you know, you you wanted to talk about this topic, purity culture, right? And you, yeah. and you ta- say how toxic it is and then this and that, whatever. But then here you are sitting here arguing it.
0: Motherfucker, you are too. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm I'm mad at purity culture because, like I, it's made me f- like I don't know like it it's made me feel like I've got to fit into a box and I've got to be a certain woman and I've got to have not done anything like I feel, like, not almost shameful for the things that I've done because but like just there's something about it to where like I'm like, is there gonna be the right Christian man that wants to be with me? But it but also mm-hmm. like, but also. I don't know like there's like I remember um in my last relationship that individual thought that because we weren't having sex our relationship was healthier than other people and I was like that's not true at all Mm -hmm. like um my um I'm about to tell I was literally just about to spill somebody else's tea I'm not gonna do that but (gasps) we had a we had a (laughs) we had a couple friends who they were having sex and like they're getting married now and like they have a great relationship and I go Mm -hmm. they are so deeply in love and like well okay Here- like people like people think that like because if you follow certain rules these Christian rules that you're gonna have the perfect marriage perfect relationship and that's exactly what God intended and like in some ways maybe it is kind of helps us not fall into these like holes but I go that's not always the perfect ticket to mm-hmm. to love in marriage you know what I'm saying mm-hmm.
1: does that make sense well so you know here's here's my thing I think This is a hot topic, right? Everyone wants to talk about sex in a relationship, right? Because that's that's what what, that's common, all right. That's what people have questions on. That's what people consider that to be a relationship, right? You have friends, but you don't have sex with your friends, right? You have sex with your significant other, Mm -hmm. unless you you know fuck buddies, but that's a whole (laughs) another subject, but.
0: I don't think fuck buddies exist. I think everybody always got feels One, somebody's got feelings for the other. Well, you got to.
1: I can't just be macking on somebody I don't think is cute. No, exactly. But. I don't
0: think I could. Hold on. We're going down sorry, right Sorry, sorry.
1: Before I lose my thought. So, <laughs> um. Oh, shit. Hold on. <laughs> so, I was talking about <laughs> relationships and everything. Re- oh, right. Okay. So, kind of back to what you were saying, you thought um, you and your ex's relationship was better or, you know, he thought it was better because you weren't having sex, but nobody wants to talk about like, um, the lying or the cheating or the things that are sins, but those are not hot topics, right? Because Mm -hmm. those are more, those are more quiet because I feel like they're more dealt with. And so they're more accepted. You know, a lot of people will say like comparison, you know, a lot of, um, people say like, oh, I, I struggle with comparison or jealousy. Um, you know, I read a thing that said, stop calling comparison or stop calling jealousy comparison because that's, that's what it is. You're jealous of what somebody else is looking like or that your significant other is talking to them and not you yeah. or looking at them and not you. Um, but I think that there's something wrong in every relationship. It doesn't have to always be about sex, mm-hmm. but because it's so, such a hot topic, that's what we want to talk about. And so, you know, like you said, that relationship was really good, even though they had sex. I don't think just cause you have sex makes you a bad person no, or a bad all. relationship, But people Um, think
0: it does. There are certain people that think it does.
1: Right. But, and I think that that's why, you know, purity culture can be really fucked up, especially for girls that are at a young age, especially if they lose their virginity at 15. Or, you know, for someone like me. So, whenever I got baptized, again, I was 20, or not again, I was This baptized the first time I was 20, um... I kind of like re-virginized myself. I don't know if you really can call that a term or say that's a really like say that's well, a real you, word we're but I'm not, virginity. yeah, right, I'm not so such a marriage, right, right. right that was that was a concept that I wanted to have um you know I I it's not like I go and fuck around you know I always knew that that was something that it uh, was very special to me even though I did it before marriage it's it's still something that I hold very special to me. Of course. Yeah. Um But I think being a female in this in this type of world, you know, I've had a lot of um, I don't want to say a lot because I don't want to take away from other people's trauma as well. But I've had some trauma with this specific topic. And so I think that it's hard, too, because, you know, you can get talked into things, you can regret things, you can be they have things happen to you that you don't want to happen to you. Um, and it, it, you feel like a bad person, like you feel like it's your fault, mm. right? It's not theirs; it's you because you let it happen, right? That's yeah. no, it's not even the purity culture; it's more of um, how could you let this happen, yeah. right? You put the blame on you um, when, in actuality, it's it's not your fault that someone rapes you. It's not your fault that someone talks you into something that you don't that you said no to. Well, I also
0: will say though y- that is all true and valid. But what purity culture adds to that is you go, "Oh my God!" Now I'm not going to be accepted in my religion Mm, i'm not mm -hmm. gonna like it's almost as if uh, uh, i've been tainted in Mm -hmm. some way and like if you are listening and you struggle with that i'll tell you fucking right now jesus has a spot for you at his table he loves you you are not tainted you are beautiful and that shit does not fucking matter or define
1: you but can i can i quote uh the famous madison treat right now please perfect people do not need jesus I know, ain't that the truth? <laughs> hey, give
0: myself a pat on the back for that one. <laughs> no, and that's a whole other thing. Purity culture feeds in this to idea of perfectionism, and it is an unattainable. And I remember so. I feel we um, had this conversation where um, he kind of wanted us to stop doing everything altogether, anything you know, sexual. And a part of me was here for that, but I also was like, if we're going to do this, let's do it correctly, but I also will let you know right now, do not put me in a position to where this will happen, because we will fail. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want us to strive for this unattainable perfectionism when we've already had a taste of that. Because, like, I think the failure, it hurts even more than, you know what I mean? Like, Well,
1: in- I think that that, and just purity culture in itself, you know, Christianity is not a works-based faith. But and that's have made what. It, that. But that's what it makes. Whenever you but, say, "I cannot have sex," I am not perfect, um, and you strive for that perfectionism. Mm-hmm. That's what takes away that that faith, and that's what I think a lot hurts a lot of people in the church because yeah. they think I'm too far gone, right, to be mm-hmm. saved. I, you know, my favorite story. Um, I, I'm sure you've read Hosea, right? You know the story of Hosea, yeah. how he married a whore, and you know, blah blah blah, whatever. Pro- sorry prostitute. Um be more pol- politically correct. Um but you know, he was like, you know, why God, I've been saving myself and then you give me this dirty woman. I don't understand. Mm. And God said because I she is my child and Woo! I am going to save her. And no it doesn't matter what she did in the past. That's my God. She is going to find me and she is going to love me as I love her. And so with with that being said, you know, I think it yeah, right. It doesn't matter what what that looks like for you and you know your journey is always going to be different and i think that there are some people that want it to look a certain way right they want it to be as perfect or as close as they can be but i think that causes a lot of resentment in the relationship i know it did for me i was trying so hard you know when i was first baptized i was trying so hard to not mess up Mm. i wanted to be Um, an example for, you know, my siblings and my friends, and I wanted to be, you know, someone that they could, like, look up to and use my story as a, as a, as a light, but for doing that, I, I got so angry, and I got Mm. so resentful towards God, because I felt like I couldn't do anything, and I felt like if I messed up one time, I was incorrect, I was wrong, and I think, you know, that perfectionism that we try to live for is what makes this a works-based thing. And, and that's what hurts people.
0: You are asking imperfect people to be perfect in a broken world and it's impossible. Um, and people don't talk about the struggle of that. But then also I will say as well, like I, um, will say though, I, like I said, I think, um, fuck what what was I going to say? It was good. I don't know, like, you're asking imperfect people to be perfect in a broken world, and it is unattainable, and um, it's unrealistic, and the failure hurts, it it sucks ass, um, and the shame that follows, but I will say, there were plenty of times where I was in my, uh, in a relationship, and, you know, there was this, like, are we pleasing God, like, is this glorifying God? That's that's a hard line to be on, and it's tough because the answer is no. Mm. And but then I go, I'm, I don't know. It's hard because, like, honestly, like people are gonna disagree. But like, and and not to say that I'm in any right spot because I think anything sexual with anyone is displeasing to God. And um, like, not to say, oh, I went kind, of, I didn't go all the way because I mm-hmm. maybe I didn't have a peepee inside.
1: <laughs> you can say the word, Madison. I
0: maybe I did not have full on sex but I was intimate with somebody in a way that is only made for marriage but I think as well though I'm an imperfect person I'm a broken Mm. person and I I made those decisions and I don't regret those decisions um I think it's taught me a lot about who I am and what I want in a relationship and how I can connect with somebody but I will say this I I did those things with people that with people that I trust people that Mm -hmm. I loved deeply and I think had I had gone any further, it would have been um, almost impossible to walk away, Mm -hmm. and that's for me, but I will say as well, though, like, something that I need to get over is, like, I don't care what other people do. I don't. Like, I'm all pro-sex, but for me as an individual, it's almost a pride thing, and it's something I've got to get over, a hump that I've got to get over, Mm -hmm. um, because it's, because I, 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 something as well about purity culture and just being a Christian is, in general, either you've had the sex, you've done it all, and whatever, or you are just... I don't don't want to say prude that's not the word but you haven't done anything and the way that you view other people Mm -hmm. that is displeasing to God just as much as having sex the views that you have on other people and the negativity that how you look at other people that is displeasing to God and I remember how much I was so like one day I was like and this was back when I was in high school I was like holy fuck I'm so judgmental and you want to know what that is just as bad these women are just as valuable as I am. And you want to know what? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, if you think that you've done things and there's not a good Christian man that's going to, like, find you, look, people create this idea for what a Christian man should look like or, like, who you should be with, whatever. What matters is if they love you, mm-hmm. they love you as you are, 100%, and they love the Lord. I mean, if you're not a believer, like, whatever. Like, that's cool. Thank God, I love Jesus. But, like, for me as a Christian, like, that's kind of my deal. Like, there's not, like, like... I've dated people that have these perfect, um... is They're, like, perfect examples of good Christian men. Um... But there are other issues. hmm You know? I'm sorry. I'm listening. I'm trying to find this podcast because I was going to quote it. Okay. Not to discredit them at all because I've mm-hmm. got my own issues, too. But they are, um... People... Like... Like... Sometimes you can check boxes. But just mm-hmm. because you check a few doesn't mean you check all of them.
1: hmm Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um... But I feel like we're we're we you kind of like summed it up so my quote doesn't really matter but I no, was going to explain quote. um oh shit I can't find it fuck okay well okay what I was there was a podcast that I for the life of me cannot think of what it's called maybe I'll figure it out and then we can put it on the comments somewhere but um it's a guy he's um he's a pastor and he has a podcast and he also does um he has like an Instagram he does um inquisitive Fridays or whatever he does questions and so people can ask like biblical questions and he'll try to answer them as best as he can using scripture and one of the questions was how far is too far and his response was um you know and this you know we don't really know right and the bible doesn't give us an exact response um but he's you know the the best way he could sum it up or explain it was um when the body prepares itself for sex and so for a man well, that's man, I'm fucked every that's, day. That's, damn right. It. See, that's that's literally getting a boner, right? And so for a woman, that's you know I, I see. Can obi I say, say obi. this for a woman that's getting wet? I don't know, but Woo! I know, I'm so sorry. Anytime I see obi wan Kenobi. <laughs> Woo! Jesus has medicine treat! You fucking ticket cash. Oh it made a sixty Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> so medicine has got some fucked up views, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway. Woo. Um I think that you know, given if that is if that is the standard, then we fail every day, right? Yep. Men, you know, or boys, you know, they're twelve, 13, when Men they get the first boner. Wood every day. They hey. have morning wood, and that's some yeah, shit go, that go go they can't help. They can't, help. They can't help that. Like they wake up with that. They have wet dreams. It's like, oh ew, shit, I'm ew. getting a boner in class. Like ew, you know, <laughs> I know it's gross, but boners are gro- ew. But ew. we are not expected to have a perfect life, right? And I think all all this to say, all this to tie it into, we are not supposed to be perfect, right? And I think that, you know, male, female, no matter what it is, because male can have their own trauma with this just as women can. And we say that this standard is for women, you know, because I'm going to say, you know, logistically it is, but there are men out there that have had their own experiences with this. And so I don't want to, you know, discount you as well, but... Shit fucking sucks, yeah. right? Bottom line. But that's okay because we have a redeeming God that has mercy. Whoa, baby grace. That is what it's all about. So purity culture, I think, has a bad connotation to mm-hmm. it, right? Because, you know, to have purity, if if we're going by, I wish for the life of me I could think of the podcast name, the body preparing itself for sex, we can't escape that, no. right? That's a biological experience that every single one of us has. And so I... I hope that at the end of this podcast, you know, who am I? I know nothing. I'm a senior at UCA. I'm in nursing school, you know, whatever. But I hope that at the end of this podcast, I want you to feel like you're not alone. And I want you to feel welcome. And I want you to feel like you are loved by not only your people, but by us and by Jesus. Because that's really what we're here for.
0: Fuck yeah, baby. That is the tea. (laughs) (laughs) We have a freaking awesome god who shows us mercy and grace and so don't live your life trying to be perfect we live in a broken world and it is unattainable not to say that you just totally give up but have grace for yourself and love people as they are if you don't have grace for yourself how
1: can you expect other people to have grace for you that was good that was good yeah baby (laughs) um
0: yeah 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 you've been quiet you got anything to add nope (laughs) um well i feel like i've been called to just sit back and listen and like y'all made really great points anyways okay um finish it all right well like if you are still listening that means you listen to another episode of raggedy table talks and that means you are badass and amazing um yeah, thanks Hadley for talking with us
1: and thanks for having me. I'm an oh. avid listener. <laughs> 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 Woo! And are you. Yeah, oh let's. All God. right, okay. Every Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Every Thursday.
0: All right. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>